0: podcast talking all things health technology and NHS IT. Welcome to Digital Health Unplugged. Hello and welcome to Digital Health Unplugged. I'm your host Julian Soloff, back after a few months of, of no episode but here we are again and It's the first episode of a a mini series, our 35 under 35 series, talking to members of the bursary programme about the series, about summer scores, etc. And so we have three members who have kindly taken time to to come on the podcast today. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So uh, who should we start with? Matthew first.
1: Yeah, thanks Jordan. Uh, Great to be here and thank you for the invitation. Uh, My name is Matthew. I am a doctor by training and I'm currently working as a clinical fellow at the Transformation Director of the NHS uh, within NHS England. Uh, This largely sort of uh, revolves around working in digital strategies such as digital digital clinical safety uh, and around the AI work. Um, And yeah, I have a particular interest in uh, medical technologies such as 3D printing and AI, as well as their clinical implementation and uh, pathway re-engineering. Great. Who wants to go next?
0: Emma?
2: Hi. So, my name is Emma Arrowsmith. I am a digital matron up in the northeast uh, for County Durham and Darlington Foundation Trust. Um, I am incredibly lucky up here. I work under a really, really good CNIO. Um, and my job is Basically, digital matron. So I'm responsible for all of our nurses, midwives, and AHPs across the organisation in all things digital. Whatever they come into contact with throughout um their time at work, and um focusing on the technology that they use
3: and how we look after our patients.
0: Lovely. And last but not least,
3: hi. My name is Sana Shaw. Um, I am currently working at Sandwell Hospital as an interim senior business relationship manager. So I run a team of Business Relationship Managers, and we're the link between IT and each of our strategic groups. So we deal with any new IT changes, escalations, um, looking to help the services and improve them as much as we can.
0: Lovely. As I say, thank you all for for joining me and chatting to me and our listeners. Um, For those listening that don't know what the 35 and 35 bursary programme is, um, it was created to identify, promote and support future digital leaders and future talent in the UK health, informatics and digital health sector. The programme launched as part of the Year of the Digital Profession, which seeks to encourage the growth and maturity of the digital professions to support the building of specialist skills and to support organisations to, to deliver sustainable digital transformation. And FedIP pledged to demonstrate commitment to success through diversity by supporting broad and inclusive pathways into the health and care informatics profession by working with the professional bodies and with employers. So those that got a place on it, like you guys, of course, um, got a place at Digital Health Network Summer Schools and the one-year membership of a FEDIP member body, which comprises of various professional bodies, which I won't list right now. Um, but yeah, as I mentioned, including in the in the programme a spot at Summer Schools, which of course happened in July at the University of York for two days, and uh, lots of education, networking, Best practice exchange. Um, as I said, it was my first summer schools. It was a tiring but really interesting two-day event. But I wanted to find out from you guys kind of how did you find this year's summer schools in general and in particular as well the thirty-five under thirty-five session.
3: So I found it really well organised. Um, mm-hmm. Had some really great content, and it was so insightful to hear from loads of different people from different backgrounds, and especially the thirty-five under thirty-five. I think it was amazing to be in a room with so many inspiring people. And especially in the NHS, it's easy to lose like that passion, that, that drive. And when you're surrounded by people who have it, um, it's
0: it was a good experience. Emma, did you kind of find the same with summer schools? How did you find it?
2: I found it really similar. Um really nice to be in a room with those people and actually You get such tunnel vision within an organisation that you are all aiming for the same things, especially with the digital agenda. Um, But it's nice to hear from like-minded individuals who are going through the same challenges as you, but from a different organisation, perhaps. It was really nice to link together um, in the 35 Under 35 group. Um, We all had some common themes um, and we all had that same um, drive and inspiration Um, and the the buzz of digital and digital where we stand now under 35. We're very much at the beginning of that journey and it was really nice to share those thoughts within the room um, and see how moving forwards with this 35 under 35 group, how can we achieve some things that we want to do that we would really like to have had at the start of our careers?
1: Yeah, just to echo that sentiment, I think they described it really well, at and and Emma, but I, I mean, a couple of keywords that they mentioned, like-minded, passionate, inspiring, I think it was just really great to be in a room uh, with people sort of feeling the same way about healthcare and the uh, the role of technology in healthcare. And I mean the the whole the whole session the next, in the two days, engaging thoughtful sessions that really made me think about the role of technology in the NHS. And I think, as a clinician as well, being on the front line, I think it was helpful to uh, hear senior leaders talking about healthcare technological implementation on a on a macroscopic level, but beyond the wards, understanding the digital health uh, landscape from that point of view. So yeah, really, really useful and uh, interesting.
0: Yeah, it was. It really was a good event. Um, and you might you might have all touched on this a little bit, but look at across that entire event. What are the main kind of key things that you took away from summer schools? Is there any anything specific, maybe? Um, a certain session or just something that was said or anything that you took away that still stands out looking back now?
3: So one of the phrases that I took away was do less and do it quick and actually afterwards I implemented that within our team so we would focus on less work and actually it's working really well, it's helping us to progress and I think going to that summer school and getting that idea really helped me
0: move our team to the next stage. Anyone else, Emma or Matt, anything specific that stood out for you coming away from it?
1: I think for me it was really um not about the specifics, but about the bigger picture. I think I was really impressed uh, and uh and, and yeah, very motivated by the amount of work that was sort of going around in digital health and different aspects of consideration uh around interoperability, for example, and and uh, emerging technologies like AI, robotics, but also strong consideration for uh the basics like like interoperability and uh working patient records. Um, and also a consideration for things that this arises, uh, that, that this brings about, such as inequality um, and bias. Um, and I also think that there was a really strong theme of uh, creating opportunities for the next generation, which again is what this 35 to 35 is about. How we nurture the next generation of leaders, how we give them opportunity and how we help them develop their skill set um, and career and support them in their journeys.
0: Emma, anything else to add? That stuck
2: yeah, out? so... There was lots of really insightful things from the different sessions. But for me, I tried to take it away as the bigger picture. And obviously for this session, I am the only nurse on the call um, and we all do different roles. And I think for nurses in the digital profession, we've really kind of showcased ourselves and we are involved and included in digital policy, digital agenda. And that's very much down to our leaders at the moment, such as Dr. Natasha Phillips. Um, who hosted one of the sessions while we were there. So I didn't take anything down as like one or two notes. I took it as a an overarching comment of, you know, we are the profession who are using this digital, whether it's technology, whether it's AI, whether it's the data coming back out of it. And we're we're doing it to serve those patients and to improve care. Um, and as Matt just said, there was a very big focus on how do we help the future generations. Um, and as a nurse, every nurse is a digital nurse. We just don't realise it because we do what we do when we turn up to work, but we don't realise the impact that we have and that we are all digital nurses. So it's, it's planting the seeds, isn't it? It's getting it out there. And I think we are snowballing as a profession as are the other professions on the call um but it's it's getting that momentum and keeping it going um so I think the whole of the summer school for me just highlighted the movement and how important it is that we are all aware of it and how we can progress and improve things in the NHS at the moment
0: absolutely yeah really great answers from all three of you there um yeah summer school's just to echo what you're saying really is just a, a brilliant event really really jam-packed, I thought, and yeah, really good, really good sessions all around, 35 under 35 session for me, I think it was just nice to hear from, you know, we heard from a lot of great people, but to hear from great young people that was nice. And I say young, I mean, and you're all still older than me, I feel, I still felt young in there, but young in terms of the sector, and that's good to see. Um, and whilst part of the kind of the 35 under 35 programme, I know kind of your other aims and ambitions, that like you hope to stay in touch with each other within kind of the scheme and What kind of long-term impact do you hope that 35 and 35
2: has? I'll jump in there first and I'm sure um, Matt and Sana will have something to add. So we're very keen as a group to stay in touch and not just stay in touch and catch up and see how things are. We want to get those things down on paper. We want to plan out how we can help those future generations and what's worked well for us, um, what wasn't available, what is available and what can we do to help Not only our future digital leaders, but our future users of digital throughout healthcare, no matter what aspect we're coming from. So we are keen um, to meet up at some planned events that are coming up. Um, We know like there's HEC coming up that some of us will be attending and there'll be other organisations throughout the year that we're really hoping to network on. And that's the biggest part of the 35 Under 35. We are now a network and we're very keen to work together. To share our ideas, what's going on, um, and how we can help those future generations coming through. Because if we are the 35 and 35 future leaders now, we haven't got long before the next generation come through. So we need to kind of set the path. And when we had the conversation in our session, uh, we were talking about the journeys that we'd come and how we'd found our path and how we've fallen into digital. We do want people to fall into digital, but we also want them to recognise that this is a career path as well, and to choose digital. And how can we do that within healthcare? So we're very keen um, to network and host some events, and hopefully interact with others at those events as well.
1: That's great. Anything to add, Matt? Yeah, Emma described it beautifully. I think it's it's a fantastic network um, and absolutely to answer the question, I think we're, we definitely will stay in touch. I mean, it's a great cohort of people. Uh, I really like the fact that it's so multidisciplinary from people in sort of business uh, to nursing, to clinical practice in medicine, uh, to allied healthcare professionals with a wide range of roles, backgrounds and levels. So really, it's a fantastic platform to share opinions. Um, I, I think we're all very early in our careers, uh, and we all have have one goal essentially, which is to gain skills to lead better in healthcare and embrace technological change. So uh, I think it's a really good opportunity to, to learn from uh, non-clinical ex- colleagues for me, for example, um, as well as engage with the digital health network for opportunities in health informatics. But I think, uh, like, like Emma said, I think this 3,535 35, uh, is a fantastic network that brings us together. Um, And there is a a need for sort of a multidisciplinary network that provides these kinds of opportunities, training, teaching uh, for people like us who want to be involved in digital health in some capacity to, to, to bring them together and to provide these opportunities. But I think that what uh, I think what we are hoping to do and what needs to needs to also be uh, accounted for is that we are lucky to have these opportunities. But actually, there are there are many out, there's out there, many other people out there who aren't necessarily on the scheme, who, who might not know about the scheme, who I'm sure would be very keen if they were given the opportunity and the same uh, knowledge to 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 develop their skill set in this. So I think it's about, you know, how can we cross pollinate our abilities and knowledge, but also how can we develop that uh, to bring to others as well?
0: So, anything else to add to recognise that a lot's been said there?
3: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Matt and Emma covered that really well. Um, I was going to say, add that the diversity was amazing, um, not just professionally, but um, just different types of people from different backgrounds. And I think 10 years ago, when I start, first started working in the NHS, I didn't see that. And now seeing young people um, in leadership positions, I think it's amazing.
0: Absolutely, yeah. How important is it for there to be a, a kind of a clear pathway for young people who may who may have dreams, ambitions to be digital leaders, to get into the sector that you're in? Um, and what do you think more needs to be done so that there are more young people that end up in careers like yourselves?
3: So I That's don't think it's always easy to know what job roles are out there in the NHS. And going to this event, I saw so many people starting from different places, going different by different routes. And what i would love to see is people's journeys. And understand like what they've done, where they're going to, to see that these roles are out there, these are the kind of things that you can do and it's okay if you haven't had certain qualifications or haven't got certain experiences, you can still get to where you need to get to.
0: Anything else to add there?
2: Yeah and very much from a nursing perspective, there isn't a clear path to take is there? We all take a different path and then we might go off in a side street and then take a different avenue Mm. And we all kind of get to where we need to be. So I think it's really hard to define a path to a career in digital. But what we need to do is signpost people and make them very aware that this is a route. And we need to do that really early, whether that's in their education at college or university. They need to know that, yes, if you're interested in coming into healthcare, whether that's as a clinician, such as a doctor, whether that's from the business side, whether that's nursing, that you can do these things. But there are more than working on a ward for example you can delve into digital you can delve into AI you can delve into health informatics and IT and so it's not so much setting out a very clear path because we all take our own journey on that path it's making people aware and signposting them that there are these amazing careers out there and how do we get that word how do we spread because If I search for a job with Sana, for example, it might be under something totally different to what it would be for my organisation. So it is really difficult for people to find the right careers within digital because there's there's lots of us. There's lots of different names for those jobs at the moment. And it's it's defining some of those, which is part of the national work that's going on at the job roles. And it's signposting people to that. You can have a digital career and you can work for the NHS. But there are other doors you can look through as well.
0: Brilliantly said there. Yeah, Matt, anything else said in terms of career paths?
1: Yeah, so I think this was a, an interesting topic that was blossomed a few times in the Digital Health Summer mm-hmm. Schools. And I think the thing that we recognise is that there really isn't a clear pathway uh, per se. I think everyone's career trajectories were different. A lot of the leaders that we spoke to um, were describing how they had completely taken tangents off what they expected to do. Um, everyone starts from a different place. I mean, I mean uh, given our sort of background professions uh, alone, we all have very different starting points and very unique skill sets that will obviously shape the path that we take and the roles that we play within the healthcare system in very different ways. Um, However, with that being said, I think it's very important for for young uh, people to know that there is a career in, in digital health and it's possible and it's tangible and that there are things that they can do now to work towards it you know, they need to be able to recognize that there is a viable career path, like Emma said, in digital beyond clinical practice. And I think that there needs to be a stronger drive uh, to provide these opportunities um, through, uh, you know, internships and fellowships, for example, mentorship from senior leaders, for example, uh, or even people like us who have, uh, who are a few years down the line. And I think also just having that flexibility in, in a career path, I think this probably, um Varies according to specialty. Uh, for example, I can speak from uh, sort of the medical perspective, which is that medical training obviously is very long, but increasingly uh, there is a bit more flexibility in terms of taking training time, at, time taking time out of training, or uh, taking a break from training to engage with these digital roles to have a contribution in a very different way uh, beyond the, the wards and the, the clinical practice. So I think that kind of flexibility in terms of roles and training is very helpful as well.
0: Yeah. Finally, of course, you know, as as is evident, the 35 under 35 bursary programme is a really great thing to be a part of. I just wanted to find out what would you say to anyone thinking of applying for a place in the 35 under 35 bursary scheme or something similar in the future. What kind of advice would you give? Who wants to come in first?
1: I'm happy to. I mean, absolutely, if you're thinking about applying, it's a fantastic scheme. It provides a lot of support and allows you to meet a lot of interesting people who have a similar passion to you and want to have impacts in, in a similar way uh, so I would absolutely say it's a great opportunity um yeah I'll let Emma and Sana finish that
3: I was just gonna add that when you surround yourself with people um who want to make improvements who have that drive it inspires you and pushes you to do that and I think this scheme allowed us to meet people like that so definitely recommend surrounding yourselves with good energy
0: As he says,
2: absolutely. I- I agree with everything that you've just heard from uh, Matthew and Sana. It's uh, an incredible opportunity. Opportunities don't come around that often. So if this comes back around and you do have the chance to apply for the next one, then go for it. You've got absolutely nothing to lose, but you have a lot to gain from it. You'll gain a network of friends and colleagues who you can link in with and they can support you. And there's a whole host of benefits from receiving this bursary, such as these podcasts, and you have a lot of current leaders within digital health who you can reach out and contact as well. So it's a good network to have. Um, and yeah, you've got nothing to leave. So just a fine. Mm-hmm.
0: Very well said, yeah. Well, we have sadly come to the end of the episode. First of all, I'd like to say how well the three of you spoke. Very good speakers, which is no surprise really. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for for joining me on the podcast, taking time out of your busy schedules, I know, to to join me. And thank you for everyone for listening as well. It's available on all your favorite podcast platforms. And well, hopefully, it's a little series. So, we'll have other members of the bursary scheme on in kind of groups of, of two or three to find out kind of their thoughts on, on similar things that we've discussed today. But yeah, that is it for today. Until next time, take care. Thank you for listening to Digital Health Unplugged. We hope you enjoyed this episode. For more, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. And to find out about our latest news and events, head to our website, digitalhealth.net.